also what was on my heart was 2020. You know, a lot of people I think have, I want to call it 2020 baggage. Obviously, we've experienced a loss of some sort in this year. It could have been a lost job or a lost relationship or, um, you know, challenging relationships or disagreements regarding vaccines, politics, masks, social distancing, et cetera. So many uh, people that I've been talking to lately have been telling me, you know, I feel such a chasm, a divide between in my own family and you know, some family members don't want to get together with others. And you guys know what I'm talking about. So that causes us to have negative emotions, sadness, maybe anger, maybe righteousness, maybe pride. Lots of different things can come up from these changes, uh, challenging times in parenthood, right? Like, I mean, homeschool or virtual school, that's been a very challenging time for many people. Uncertainty, you know, not knowing, you know, if your career is going to come back, not knowing if you're husband or partner or wife's career is going to, you know, come back because of whatever industry they're in financial challenges. I mean, 2020 had a lot of opportunity to grow. That's what I'm going to call it. A lot of opportunity to grow. I don't know about you, but in, in my experience, the more challenges that show up, the more growth that I have. And although sometimes, you know, we want to avoid the challenge. Well, we actually don't get stronger without challenge you know, when you go to the gym or something like that, and when you're lifting weights, what is it actually doing? It's causing microscopic tears in your muscle. The muscle has to rebuild it rebuilds stronger. So think about everything about 2020. And I would encourage you instead of writing 2020 off as like just the worst year ever. And, you know, there's so many like memes and things about F 2020 and all of this stuff. I think 2020, like what gift did it have in you? But before we go to that, we must process the emotions because otherwise we would just be spiritual bypassing. That's what we call it. Well, one day I posted a, recently I posted a 2020 recap and uh, I posted a bunch of things and I went through all my photos of 2020 and I picked out the ones that uh, just were representative of that month or whatever I learned or just something that I was excited to share. And I, I said, which is true that 2020 was the best year of my life. And it had to do with my relationships. My first, my relationship with God, just like exponentially just got better, not even got better. It like flourished into this, into an actual relationship. And then, and then that kind of spilled out every other aspect of my life. And I get this DM and she was a gal friend from college. And she said, I feel guilty because I also had a great year, but I'm afraid to post something because people are saying that I'm callous and that I'm rude and that I'm this and that I'm that because I shouldn't have, shouldn't remember the keyword, shouldn't be happy when other people are suffering. So um, anyways, I answered her on that and, you know, she still didn't post, but that's okay. It's a journey. And I understand because I've been in that spot in the past as well. So, um, you know, we're called to be the light. And so I'm not going to dim my light because my light could be a beacon of hope for someone like, Oh, if she could have a good year, uh, maybe I could too. And maybe I'm going to ask her and I'm, then I'm going to be able to have them a conversation about what God can do in their life. So, um, I'm not going to let the enemy make me feel guilty for having a victorious life in Christ. Sorry. I'm not. Anyways, that's me being a little sassy, but I do feel like, like that. I'm not going to be silenced because the other side, 
the darkness wants me to what have guilt. There are people suffering all of the time. There has never been a year that people did not suffer. There has never been a year in 2017 when people were posting 2017 was my year. That was my suffering year. So, you know, but I didn't say, Oh, why did they get to have a great year? And I had a shit one, you know, people suffer all of the time. It's all around, but there is victory and in God, and uh, it's available to everyone. And I'm not going to be silenced about that. I'm like getting really hot because like, I'm so passionate about that. Okay. This super hit for me. So ignoring, I think 2020 is actually the year if I were to categorize it on what I've seen just in the, in the collective, I would call it the year of ignoring the year of burying your head in the sand regarding emotions. I think, and, and it's, I like no judgment around it at all. I believe that this year provided an opportunity for so many distractions that really eliminated, obviously, like I'm preaching to the choir, right? Like y'all are just doing the work. You're showing up, you're working on yourself. Like you are on another plane of consciousness than 99% of humans. It's just a fact. What I've noticed is that people are taking in so much inputs, news media, social media, friends saying, you know, it's like the year that we've been told what to do, what to think, what's good, what's bad. It's really interesting. So it's eliminated the ability or made it harder to kind of cut through the noise and really go in and listen. And so it's allowed for a lot of just ignoring on emotions, right? So I think that that is something that I rebuke and I would encourage everyone and have reflection time. Okay. Because sweeping our emotions under the rug doesn't help anyone. So sometimes when we have unresolved stuff, how, how do we know, you know, how, how do we know that we have some unresolved baggage or also known as unresolved negative emotions? Well, there's many kind of symptoms and things that can show up. One is, you know, anxiety, right? Like obsessing about what other people are thinking about us, replaying worst case scenarios, feeling restless, feeling agitated. And sometimes these things show up when we're around a certain person or in a certain environment where um, that's being triggered. And it may be what we have to release is tied to that environment, that person, that situation. It also can show up in like a lack of ability to really be vulnerable, let your guard down, right? So it can show up as, you know, being closed off, afraid of commitment, having your walls up, being aloof, being, um, you know, detached. So that's like, these are all signs that something is brewing underneath that needs to be shaken off violently and let go. So the other one is, and I'm sure there's more, but these are the main ones that came up for me when I was uh, thinking on this sensitivity. Oh gosh. I think this is a huge one being easily triggered, feeling offended often thinking that everything that anyone does is, is an offense to you. Like in your head, like, gosh, I must've done something wrong. Why am I always doing kind of beating yourself up, um, feeling jumpy, defensive, having extreme emotional reactions. That, that's another kind of like a tap on the shoulder, like, hey, there's something underneath this. So these symptoms, if you will, that are showing up are just little nudges on the shoulder to say, 
hey, there's some things under here that need to be dealt with, right? Emotional stuff, right? It is the interesting thing is that you can't, we can't rationalize our way into letting go of negative emotion. Believe me, I'm sure you've tried. I've tried. You can't rationalize your way out of them. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Uh, it was 2017 when my mom had her surgery. Okay. So she goes in for surgery. They say it's going to be routine. Some of you know the story, some of you don't. And uh, she ends up coming out a medical quadriplegic. She couldn't really talk. She couldn't eat. She couldn't walk, raise her hands up. It was devastating. And I mean, I had so many emotions around this and they were a multitude, many emotions and ugly. Like some were anger, you know, anger at her, anger at the doctor, anger, you know, I wouldn't even call it anger. I'd call it like rage, but that's not an appropriate emotion to, to have, you know, and then I would try to rationalize, well, some people, you know, some people's parents have died early. So why should I feel angry that this happened. I should, should, lots of shoulds. This is, this is the, this is when we have a lot of shoulds, that's an indicator that we have a lot to let go. Well, I should feel, fill in the blank. Grateful. I would say to, I would say to like my closest friends from college, I'd say, I feel so upset. So I would never go to sad. I wasn't ready to go to sad. I would only, I could only go to anger. I feel so angry about what happened. Um, but I shouldn't feel that way. I should feel grateful because at least she's still with us, right? Alive. Long story short, uh, God healed my mom. She's fully recovered now and she drives and, and all the things. So praise, praise God. That's a long story, um, for another time. So anyways, it, it, it's categorized by, you know, these feelings that are there, even though you can rationalize them and say things like, well, I should be feeling this, or it's not that big of a deal, or I should be over this by now. No, 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 no. We can't just rationalize our way out of it. And I, I know you know what I'm talking about because, because you're human and you've had this. Everybody deals with this and um, you're called to be the most aligned, alive, grateful, joyful version of yourself so that you can shine and show other people that it is possible, no matter what the circumstances of the world look like, uh, it is possible to experience life at another, at another level. That's what we're all about. Okay. Goodbye, beautiful friends. Talk to you soon. Bye.